Scotty, oh my God, are you excited? Are you finally excited? I'm so excited you're excited. Please tell me how excited you are, Scotty. I just cannot wait to hear the expression of your excitement for your uh, being on a podcast this morning with your favorite person who always excites you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Scotty. Yes, John, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Scotty, I'm so... I'm, I'm worn out now. That's it. Call it the end of the episode. That's more energy than I normally put into an entire episode. <laughs> That's true. Not to say that it shows or anything. <laughs> it's over to you. I'm just going to rest. Okay. <sighs> well, how was your uh, glorious week? You know, I'm so sorry that I missed you last week, but I was in sunny, perfect uh, North Carolina. And I have to say, as somebody who, you know, lives in California where there are no seasons, uh, it's always exciting to go to a place where there are, and to see spring springing is pretty miraculous. I think you live in San Francisco. It's unfair to say there are no seasons. You just have multiple seasons in a single day, oh, basically. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, so so every day is the same, but you have all four seasons in there. So it's, uh, and uh, yes, uh, um, well, John, it's, uh, if we're talking about seasons and things that will interest nobody, then um, it has been raining here for probably the last four weeks. Wait, you're telling me that it's raining in the UK or UK is a rainy place? Uh, but it's it's raining a, a lot, even by UK standards. Everything is flooding. The rivers are right up. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just it. Everyone is getting really, really miserable because it just doesn't stop raining. Well, see, that's why we need our enthusiasm to to put a smile on people's face. So, uh, would you like to tell me? Uh, would you like me to tell you a little bit something that might possibly put a small smile on your face? Oh, oh I noticed we were talking about enthusiasm for learning things, and you were just about to ask me what I was doing. Then changed it to yourself. No, no, well, no, 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 there no, we no, are. No, there no, we are, no, John. No, John, no, I would love no, to hear what no, you have to say. I, no, no, I have nothing to say. I'd love to hear, John. John, 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 entertain the listener. Okay, well, first of all, uh, I would like to make a special private message on air to secret listener whose name I won't reveal, but whose code name is Lyle Lyle Crocodile, who took great umbrage, <laughs> not actual umbrage, but false outrage that I dare to suggest that in the, the, the hackathon that, 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 I, that I participated in with him. And we were on, uh, on different teams, but I would never say opposing teams because I genuinely adore Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Um, and uh, he was like saying, what do you mean you won? <laughs> you didn't win. It's like, well, there was no contest. But I was saying that I liked the thing that I worked on better. But of course I have to say that because I was working on it. <laughs> but it, but in, in, in all seriousness, I think that, the, you know, the thing that I that 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 I I thought that I had gotten across a little bit was this idea of of how to introduce a little bit of magic and to kind of uh, yeah but I can't say much but I'll just leave it at that introduce a little bit of magic to try and get people thinking in, in that that way and not kind of thinking in the exact way of how things used to be and so no you can't change anything because that might upset the card a little bit which is based on experience um, but sometimes you need to, to kind of suspend some ways of, of how you've done things to try something else, even though it might 
uh, might make some people uncomfortable sometimes. But anyway, that was my little uh, uh, public service announcement and private message. And now as to what I'm enthusiastic about, it was nice to, to finally ship this uh, thing that, that anybody who's using the Netflix iOS app, if you tap on a share button on any canvas on the details page or, or in coming soon, uh, you can see something that I worked on, which is finally out there in the universe. Uh, and uh, I'm proud of it because I think it looks good, but it also means that it sets us up for things that I want to do, which I talked about earlier about kind of not just giving people a better way of choosing where they would like to share something, but in fact, giving them a choice of things to share. So that's kind of my next act in that area. But uh, we'll get to it in due course. Now, so is is this the is this the thing that you've been telling us you can't talk about for the last no, no, many no, months? No, 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 no. no, no, no so no, so basically, no. you've now released something you couldn't talk about, but you're still working on the thing you mainly can't talk about. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, the, 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 wonder why we bother with this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> no, well, but the, well, <laughs> funny you should say that. Two developers you, don't talk about what they're not doing. <laughs> Well, Scotty, you know, the thing about this is that, you know, uh, there, there are different aspects of it. There are things I can't talk about it because they're, they're not released yet um, or things that, that, you know, some people have seen in the world. That's the nature of A-B tests and the, the, the bigger, the, the, the number, uh, larger the number of test cells, the more uh, people might see things. And there's something which is uh, that started allocating with a sufficient number of cells that a, a good portion of the, the iOS public uh, using the Netflix app would probably see it um, if they are using version 15.26 uh, of the app or greater. And, and uh, that went live in the app store this week. Um, so I can start to talk a little bit about it more, but uh, I'm not going to right now. How about that? But the, the, the reason I brought it up with sharing is because the two things are together. It really has to, to, to do with, you know, understanding there's a difference between aspects of the app where we're trying to propose things to you and the as and the areas of the app or the canvases where you are interacting with things that you already know you love uh, because you've watched them or you've liked them or asked to be reminded about them so on and so forth and so sharing does come from that because i think part of the reason why we want people to share is to either express fandom or to make recommendations and uh, it is a tricky thing because, you know, some people, you know, many people won't. And it's just like the things with, with anything, you know, most people read and, and some people write. But the, just because there are a smaller number of people who write things on any platform uh, does not mean that, that that is an unimportant thing. In fact, it is precisely because the smaller number of people, if they attract an audience or have people that, that they're sending it to, which are, are trust relationships, that thing carries more weight. So, and, and it's an ongoing part of the discussion with any type of, of, of media service because there's a, a metric fuck ton of, of videos on YouTube. And if you were to just go to YouTube and say, what should I watch? It's not like in the early days of YouTube where there were dozens of videos that were kind of attract some att attraction. But by the time, you know, that we're here in the modern era, there's so much stuff going every two seconds that you can't possibly keep up with it. So if somebody sends you a link saying, check this thing out, that carries a lot more weight than any type of algorithmic re recommendation that YouTube or any other media service could do. At least I believe that. Um, and so it has been my, my, my mission for some time to be able to um, improve the, the, the mechanism by which we allow people to talk about and express their fandom for our titles or to recommend them to their, their friends and family. So the, the two things are very much related. So even though I have been not been able to talk in gory detail about everything, that hopefully establishes some of the themes and some of the rhyme and reason about what I've uh, been doing.
So there. So there, Scotty. Um, that told me, didn't it? That told me. Mm-hmm. I was about to, to, for you to say, that told me nothing. Okay, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on swiftly. Moving on. So, Scotty, go ahead and regale us. You know, it's like, I, you know, I, I, uh, early, early on in my career, I worked with an Austrian developer uh, who was very smart, and he still is very smart. I haven't spoken to him in a long time, um, but he he used this phrase where he said, like, the ultimate expression of wealth is that, you know, you you change your Mercedes when the ashtray is full. And he doesn't smoke, <laughs> but I just, I, I kept thinking, imagining that thing. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, my ashtray is full. Get me a new model, whatever, <laughs> whatever models uh, Mercedes come in. So are you suffering from that problem? Are you like saying, bring me a new tractor <laughs> because the, 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 the ashtray is full? Or the spittoon where I spit my chewing tobacco is, is overflowing. Well, it's it's um, it's hard to tell. It's it's early because we yeah. The answer is no. I am not buying a new tractor every day uh, right now, uh, and probably not buying a new tractor every month, and probably not even every year. Uh, in, in fact, I can't afford a new tractor um, at all. Mm. Uh, but. Um, yeah, yeah. As I've said before, we ran the sort of like nine dollar, nine dollar ninety nine annual subscription thing for till the end of March, and that was basically to allow uh, initially all of the existing users to move across to the App Store version because there was no easy way of doing that uh, in in there. So, so basically, anyone finding the app in that first month, uh, existing user or new user, yeah, it was nine dollars a sale. Lots of people coming over. It, it, we have absolutely zero idea um, how you know how that would reflect through to uh, you know going forward. Um, anyway, so that finished at the end of March. You know, we dealt with the normal um, you know barrage of email of oh. I was just about to take the nine ninety nine deal that I've known about for a month, but left until today, one day afterwards. Um, and the, the trouble is there's no, unless we go back and set the offer up again for everybody, there's no real way to deal with that other than coupon <laughs> codes. Uh, well, no, not even coupon codes because they can give it for free uh, in the Mac app store. So we're just taking a hard line there and saying, nope, sorry, we gave you a month's notice. It was in there for a month. Uh, you know, it sounds harsh, but you know, life's too short for us to, be pissing around with that and you only get a hundred coupon codes to give it for free in 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 but still in this way so we dealt with all that so now only since sort of like really i think we had extended the offer to run to about the third or fourth of april in order to allow those who genuinely forgot 31st of march to catch it but you know uh so really we've only had about eight days now of just being in the app store no promotion on uh, we've dropped off of the new and recommended list because obviously we're no longer new and probably not recommended either. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in uh, uh, and so we're now on um, you know what we consider probably slightly closer to a normal sales level, um, which you know or, or what will be our normal sales level from which we can you know decide where where we're at and what we need to do and you know it's only been a few days there's probably still some hangover from the launch in there uh but it's going okay um 
I think we probably need to leave it to the end of the month to know where we are. It's by no means sustainable, as in you know, there's no way a company of, well, to be honest, there's no way a company of one person could live off the revenue, let alone a company of three people right now. But the revenue is definitely, um, or the number of sales is definitely higher uh, than, than it was before just by being in the App Store. Um, so that's that's a good start. So basically our general uh, our general baseline has gone up, um, uh, you know, by, by quite a lot. And, of course, these are now, um, the app used to be $60, uh, where these are now forty nine ninety nine subscription sales. So, in theory, we would hope to get some, uh, you know, uh, renewing of subscriptions going down the line for every sale we're getting getting today. Now, how many we'll get, you know, Budgeting is one of those things that everybody has great ideas. People go out, they'll they'll do a bit, they'll buy the app um, to get it done, and then you know in in three weeks' time they'll stop budgeting. Um, and you know, so you know, we're going to have a number of those people. We're not going to see uh, them renew. Equally, budgeting is quite a nice thing that every year people have a new year or. It comes to tax season or some some event that says, oh, I wish I looked after my finances better. Uh, and so we hopefully will maybe pick up renewals at that point or something. But the general the general thing is our, our sales are up from where they used to be as a non-App Store app. Uh, and, and, and so now at the end of this month, we'll have a baseline set of figures to work from. Um, I think realistically, um, this is something we've always said about Manuel and we will work on next is, um, you know, I suspect quite a few people, we get a lot of downloads compared to sales. Uh, now that's true for any app and I don't, you know, and I guess, you know, I don't know what the norm is for an app of our style, you know, but you know, if you get, you know, 1% of people who download it convert, then you, you know, that's, you know probably reasonably normal but of course if you can get that to four percent five percent that's you know a, a, a huge increase and so onboarding onboarding will it will definitely be something that we will be looking at and so we've uh been putting in a bunch of analytics um to tell us like how many people start the app for the first time and then go on to create a budget and you know if our figures are telling us you know that you know everybody gets to create a budget then we at least know we've started um or create a budget file that doesn't mean they've set a budget up so i guess our goals next are to really we have a few features we want to put in we must put in next but it's to start analyzing how people are using the app and work out how many how many people we lose in the first couple of minutes the first couple of hours the first couple of days um and, and probably start working on retaining those people now of course that's not really going to provide lots of new features for um uh you know existing users so we have to be a little bit careful because we're on subscription now um so we're also you know obviously we've got a bunch of new users we get bug reports in we're trying to put a release out pretty quickly sometimes every two or three days we're just a little bug fix in we're just letting the users know that you know they're getting something for their subscription they report something, it gets fixed. They report something, it gets fixed. Not everything straight away, but, you know, in there. So, yeah, so uh, retention is is the thing we'll be looking at next and then see how it's going. So, really, uh, we're not going to really know what our baseline retention is that we then need to work on probably till the end of this month. Uh, and it's going to be bad. We know it's going to be bad. Um, and, then, and then we'll start working on it from there and see how we can improve it. But generally, we're happy with where we are. Um, 
and um, it's definitely better than where we were before the App Store. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, at least we've got something we could now work with, which we didn't have before. So that's good. Well, that's very good, Scotty. Scotty, do you have a rough idea about, you know, what percentage uh, of customers are, you know, no longer prior money well customers? Because I, I assume that, you know, there was a certain backlog of people who had already bought into to money well and they weren't going anywhere. <clears throat> but, you know, you have maybe some idea of who are, comp- because when you were selling directly, you would know by email or however they might have registered to purchase the license. When it's done with App Store, if I remember correctly, you don't really get that data. Um, so you can't really tell if somebody who buys it for the first time on the App Store um, had ever maybe had it once before or or had ever been in contact with you, you know, or are absolutely new to MoneyWell or kind of new to this v- renewed version of MoneyWell, if that makes sense. Uh, the only way, the, the, the short answer is no. Um, the the long answer is is sort of, which I guess that is slightly longer than, than no. <laughs> um, so obviously a bunch of people have said they don't want to do subscription and they don't want to do app store and they're staying on the old version for as long as they can. Now, some mm-hmm. of those people over time will, will come across and we, we, we won't necessarily, because we're not, there's no offer for them now. There's no cross grade path at this time where we're not really going to, um, uh, yeah, to, to know, much about that. However, I guess um, an analytic that we have in will be how many users start the app for the first time and then import an old style budget. Now, that will probably be our indicator of people who are coming across mm-hmm. from a previous uh, a previous version because they have an old version. Now, whether it's they're a user that has been using it up until yesterday and bringing it in or whether they've had their money well budget sat on their disk for seven years and now they're importing it, we won't, we won't necessarily know that. But I would say importing, migrating old budgets would be an analytic that uh, would give us that indication. But we're, we're making pretty much the assumption that as of sort of like a week ago, um, almost any purchase is probably a new user. Um, hmm. So, which is good because we need new users. Um, so it's, um, uh, and we're, we're getting good numbers of downloads every day. I mean, it's not like where we were at the in in the beginning where we were. Um, you know, sort of getting you know thousands and thousands of downloads uh you know all the time every day but it, it's a it's a, a steady number now obviously the um uh the issue is we get a lot of downloads and very few conversions and as i said that's going to be always the case for an, an app that people download and, and you know i would say of all the apps i download i maybe buy you know one in ten of them eventually after trying them out that's just just a guess um i probably buy more apps than than a lot of people now the trouble is i don't know uh you know i download lots of apps to look at them and then to choose if i'm going to buy them for other people they may download an app just to buy it and other people may always download apps and never buy them um you know so it, it, what is the norm I, I i don't know there um but there's so there's always going to be that factor of how many people download 
to buy as a normal number, and I don't know what the normal number is there. But of course, as, as I've said many, many times on this sh- this um, this podcast, that you know, money well is complicated, and you know, it's uh, it's quite difficult to know what to do when you see it. And I think you know, I think what we will be really interesting is as we add education, as we add onboarding videos, as we add wizards, whatever you call them, to guide people through stuff. Does that number change? Will be interesting to see. Uh, we are hoping it does change because that's basically our entire um, increasing sales point. We don't right now. We don't need to increase downloads because we're getting lots of downloads. Um, what we need to increase is the number of people buying after they downloaded it. So uh, we don't. So we don't think we need to do marketing uh, because if we could, if we could just you know improve the number of people who buy it after they've currently downloaded it, there's enough people doing that that we could probably make this thing work. I mean, at the moment with the current needs. So, yeah, so basically getting that number to go from, you know, whatever many people downloaded to how many people bought it is where all our focus is going to be, which isn't marketing. That's not, you know, trying to make people find money while it seems there's enough people in the app store who are finding it and downloading it at the moment that we don't need to worry about that side of things. We need to worry about keeping those who do download it. That all makes sense. Um, and it just reminds me that because Scotty used to, to do videos because you did courseware all those many years ago. And I remember when I was sent over kind of like an in, indentured servitude and you tried to lock me in the closet until I'd finished vacuuming up and you wouldn't let me out. And that was when you were foolish enough to have engaged me to to record a course on cappuccino <laughs> those many years ago. And all of that reminds me that I'm old, and so are you, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It means that we both have lots of experience, and the reason why I made that smooth transition, so smooth that you couldn't even notice that it's happening until you realize it has happened, and that was a conversation I had with a a, a college student uh, who's in his senior year at a a well-known computer science program. Um, and uh, somebody who was, is mentored by a close friend and colleague of mine. And he got in contact because he's an iOS developer and has done quite well with building apps and building apps as kind of part with, with students at, at the college where he's going. And I was just chatting with him, giving some little nuggets of wisdom. But what was interesting about it he's, he, is that he brought up the question as like saying, hey, am I putting my career in danger in any way by being so specialized as I am on Apple platforms? And, you know, currently he's, you know, he, he had interned at Apple and he's, you know, interviewing there. So, and... Um, and in listening to him talk, I, I I kind of pulled out my well-worn you know bit of advice, which is the least difficult thing you will encounter in your career is the writing of the code. You've already achieved you know you've passed through that phase of your career where you are learning how to program in general and then learning how to program for a, an app platform and. You know, Apple platforms are pretty damn good, but it was creeping in this idea. It's like, well, if I do this for Apple, that that makes me the Apple guy and I'll never be able to work anywhere else. And there were other complicating factors, you know, uh, to him being not being, you know, uh, a citizen of the United States, which doesn't prevent him from working. It just means the, the type of companies who could sponsor him are typically very, very large companies or exceptionally well-funded VCs. And both of those institutes, you know, entities are, are being much more careful about their hiring these days. Um, but it, 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 the, the, the question I was curious about is, you know, <clears throat> is that really true? I'm like, on the one hand, you could say, well, the Apple platforms are big enough. There's enough demand for people out there to doing that. You can certainly make a living. 
But, you know, the question he, he, that, that it poses is, is how do you brand yourself as not tied to a specific platform? And that's where I was trying to get him to think, which is to be able to say, it's like, you happen to, to write for Apple platforms because those are the ones that work best for you in terms of your creativity. But really what you're doing is you are kind of solving particular gnarly problems or doing something that couldn't be done before. And so I was talking to him about some of the apps that, that have most impressed me, some of which I talked about earlier, and that, that it's a pretty common phenomenon for people to develop super innovative stuff on Apple platforms. Uh, arguably in my mind because it's easier to do and then if it's successful then then you can you know there's a plenty big enough pond to play in in apple platforms you know that if you come across something that's wildly successful then you can consider porting it to somewhere else in which case nobody asked that question but my advice which i think is pretty good is to be able to say you know that that's really your secret sauce because the you know it's figuring out what should be written not the actual say look you know look at this swift code i wrote mom isn't it amazing nobody cares they 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 just don't care they only care about the magic of this thing and this kind of reminds me of stuff that Mike Lee always used to talk about in presentations is that this little hunk of aluminum and glass can become anything. It can become, you know, an input controller for a game. It can become a mobile recording studio. It can be, you know, anything, anything, anything you can imagine. Um, and that's the real magic. And in particular, you know, it, I think the more advanced magic is, is figuring out what portion of, of the actual computing is done on the device versus something that happens because you have access to tons and tons of data to train a model or to give you something to, 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 to comb through if, if it's a consumption app of some sort. Um, and it's really the imagination of that. And this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up. It's like, you know, because I'm old, I could tell him the story of when I was, you know, just getting started in my professional career and doing, you know, working as a, a, in a translation and training language training company in New York. And that the big way that we were able to compete against much larger funded companies, um, Berlitz, which was the, 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 the big, big name in language training and translation is that we, I had found out about, you know, a, a company in Princeton, New Jersey, which offered, you know, mainframe hosted, machine translation services. And you can imagine back in the 80s, it was really quite crude compared to what you get now in your pocket running on your device. Back then, it was very nascent. It was just the ability to to say, because we can get a first draft done in machine translation, we could turn around complicated documents in much shorter time frames than our competitors do who had to rely on on armies of, of, of human translators, and they might have, you know, multiple translators working on something, but then you'd have to spend a lot of time editing it versus having a machine doing, especially if it's kind of technical-ish stuff. It's not poetry. Uh, but in that particular case, it was like, you know, financial services agreements by doing it on the mainframe and getting that rough draft in a matter of hours versus a matter of days, you could then have a single human translator work on the vaunted Macintosh that we had in our office. And, and, and you tell people this and it's like, that is so unbelievably crude. And it's like, yes, yes, it is. But it talks, it reveals a type of systems thinking and the systems thinking is the thing that is the, the, the enduring skill that you have in your career and how, you know, the, the particulars of how you, you make those pieces of your, your, of your product available in different ways to different people on different devices, that's, that's your sauce. So that's the advice I gave him. What say you, Scott, eh? I say, John, you are a sage of wise wisdom. <laughs> can, you have wise, can you have wise wisdom? Isn't wisdom wise in its own? If I just double, 
double doubled the uh, doubled up on that. Are you doubly wise? Doubly wise. Wise like yes. wise like a potato chip. Wise was a brand of potato chips in in my youth, and now they I, I don't know whether the company even exists anymore. Well, I think wise as an ass. Wise is a bank. Mm. Mm. We use it as bank. Anyway, John, I'll tell you what would be wise right now, and that would be to shut the fuck up and let our listeners go somewhere else because <laughs> <laughs> okay. we've reached our thirty minutes. <laughs> Okay. So well, if people Scotty... if people wish to continue, <laughs> if people wish to uh, um, send you, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever you send wise people, where should they do that? Well, people should be wise and get off Titter. No, wait, I mean Twitter. <laughs> so you can find me on Mastodon where I'm Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. Jembe at Mastodon.social. And Scotty, if people want to you know, contribute to your new life-size Massey Ferguson purchase or to basically to, to crowdsource the purchase of a, you know, one-fifteenth scale model of a brand new Massey Ferguson <laughs> tractor for you and your and your colleagues to look at while you're producing videos. How might they get in contact to do that for you, Scotty? Well, you can get hold of me at Tractors or Us. No, no, um... <laughs> John, I am I am on Mastodon as well, where I am Scotty at developer.social. And unlike Twitter, uh, I actually do read and very occasionally post. So um, hmm. you may even get my attention on there. Um, and uh, 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 that is wonderful. Well, John, I uh, we've sort of been a bit sort of salesy and up there and ethereal uh, this week, but maybe next week we can dig down into some tech stuff again and, you know, sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, keep the variety up. Let people not quite know what's coming because, let's face it, we we have no idea ourselves. (laughs) It's in there, but it's been a, it's been, it's been wonderful to talk to you and uh, hopefully uh, whoever is on the schedule this week has, has enjoyed our little chit chat. So if that was you, Thanks for listening, and until next time. You take care to make better life decisions. (laughs) What, then listen to this show? Thank you.